The Battle Phase podcast is broadcast live on Fridays and Sundays, and we encourage you to come hang out and chat with Bard and Dare live. Now, prepare to declare attacks. You are entering the Battle Phase. Hello, everyone. You have entered the battle phase. It is I, the Midnight Bard, your favorite bard. And joining me, as always, is everybody's favorite co-host, Derringer. The Midnight Day, Der, me. Yeah. It's it's me. It is you. How how exciting. You want to say shout out to Blark Moo, who is in the chat. He says, woo! Go dare. Yeah, you no Blark, you go. Yeah. You yeah. go. Sorry for the delayed start. You know, uh we it's kind of a thing that, you know, it, it was actually kind of lucky that you uh that you told me that uh, we should push it back there because you know, you were tied up with something but also like right after you said that uh, like I got hit with the runs real bad. <laughs> So I was just like, oh, I was like, okay, that's good that you said that. <laughs> and and well, it's, I, I was like, uh, my, my friend asked me to play a league and I was like, okay, sure. I've been playing with my other friends all day. League? Uh, of yeah. Legends? Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, she was like, oh, you played Dota, play League. And I was like, fine. I haven't played League in like eight years other than ARAM, so... Yeah. We played a couple games and then you called and I was like, oh fuck, it's Friday, isn't it? What what does ARAM stand for? All random, all mid. So basically not- instead of your typical three lane uh map, it's just one lane and everyone gets a random hero to play. Ah, I see. So it's it's not mid as what the kids would say, like not exciting no, or, or bad no, it's, it's uh, mid middle, as in you know mid lane yeah, yeah 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 real quick i have the thing on here so welcome to the battle face podcast before we begin please remember to like sub and share it's the easiest way to help the podcast grow and if and it makes your hair grow don't fact check that well that explains why my hair is all woolly these days uh and also it's your uh, on our podcasting platform, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. Uh, welcome. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to be part of the live audience, we broadcast this show live every Friday on YouTube. Sometimes you can expect delays. Expect delays. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, like just follow us at the battle phase. You can also follow us on Instagram and threads. You know, we're also at the battle phase. Sometimes I'm on those. I'll, I'll post sexy selfies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, what are you up to this week, Dare? You, you played some league. Did anything else happen that was exciting? Oh, uh, yeah. The Dota 2 International. We, we talked about it last week. They did the group stages last week. Uh, they went from 20 teams down to 16, and today marked the start of the uh, playoffs. Mm. So the the upper bracket playoffs were, are being held today, the lower brackets are tomorrow, and then the final of the two, uh, I believe, goes on Sunday, mm. maybe. And then the winners of those will be in the grand finals next weekend. Uh, there's also uh, a cosplay contest and the Dota 2 short film contest. I'm really excited for the cosplay contest because there's always like that one person who's like, I'm going to go for the, like, I'm going to shoot for the stars and I'm going to, I'm going to catch them. And like, there's one year, there's a hero called Weaver is just like a giant bug. And the dude, there's a dude that made a giant bug and then was like scooting around on a skateboard on his stomach with mm. the, the costume. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that that goes above and beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Quick. What, what about you? N- what, name what you name a color without the letter E in it. Name a color without the letter E in it. Yeah. It's harder than it looks. Uh... uh, <laughs> uh Cyan. That's the one that I came up with too. I couldn't. I couldn't think of another one. 
Well, it's like all the basic colors, they all have E's. Mm-hmm. Black would actually would have been would have been the easiest one. I didn't think about that one until just now. Let's just look at the list of five hundred and fifty-five colors. Yeah, gray, 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 black, gray, black, brown, pink. Um, they exist. It's just it's so weird that you know whenever somebody says, "Hey, do it," you, it it's so hard to think of one. You know. Well, that's that's the thing that. Uh, if you've ever watched like Family Feud, the the families on there always just seem so stupid. Yeah, because it's like you can sit there and play along with them and be like, "Oh yeah, that's easy." Mm-hmm. Uh, so why are you saying stupid answers? Well, it's you're, you're in front of an audience. You have a limited amount of time, and you just it, it, it's the stress that makes it harder. Yeah, I bet. Because looking at these, you have like crimson, ruby, uh, brick, which I don't know. Brick? What what is brick? (laughs) These are colors of red. Oh. Crimson, ruby, brick, mahogany, blood, sangria, candy, lipstick, blush, fucking saw that, current. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are colors with uh, out e in it. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know Ala- that. Wait, I, I didn't did even I just know that. See Alabama red, Alabama crimson is apparently a color. Crimson. Okay. I- I've heard of crimson, but like no, call not, it not color- crimson. Alabama crimson. Right, but like so, I've I've heard of like uh, just the generic crimson before, but like uh, what do you call it? Um, brick is new to me. Like, <laughs> is- you, you never heard brick red. No, I, I've never heard. I'll I'll give it to you that I've never heard somebody refer to a color as brick. Right, but I've, I've heard of like brick red. I, I mean, I guess like no, no one no one uses the term. Oh, uh, that that over there is brick colored. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It doesn't come up. If it does come up in conversation, it's not. People often. would just call it red. Yeah, people would just be like, "Oh, that's red." Yeah, or that's brick colored. Or maroon. Nah. Well, see, I was gonna, I was gonna say maroon, but I don't, I don't know how to spell maroon. Yeah. I feel like it's probably got like an e at the end or something stupid. It's like macaroon, but without the ka. And you expect that I know how to spell that either? No. Also, how do you pronounce it? Do you pronounce it macaroon or do you pronounce it macaron? Because I've heard it both ways, and I feel like macaron is wrong. I don't know. I've never even had one of these, and I want to because oh, it it is a tasty treat. It is delightful. Let me tell you. Uh, but this, watching this week is a, an anime that I think you would highly enjoy, Dare. It's called Shangri La Frontier. And, oh God, it's cash. Yeah, it's cash. And surprisingly, it's not an isekai. So the story takes place in the near future where uh, fully immersive VR games are the norm, that that's just what video games are. Uh, But for every Elden Ring and Baldur's Gate in this world, there is a mountain of crap. Uh, So think Cyberpunk 2077 on launch. It's just just Steam. Yeah, it's, it's just Steam, yes. Just, uh, just steam the anime. But our protagonist, Rakuro Hizutome, loves to play crap games. And there's this kind of philosophy in it that supposedly, like, you know, anyone can beat, like, a good game. Anyone can enjoy a good game. But it takes a special kind of gamer to enjoy something that's crap. <laughs> so... Like, you know, our main character is that kind of character who's like, I love crappy games. I love the challenge of beating something that everybody calls unplayable. Uh, But all of this changes whenever he finishes, uh, you know, every crap game in the market. Because I guess he went on a binge and just finished all of them. So now he's being forced to play a good game. The the most popular game in his world, Shangri-La Frontier. So uh, I've only seen like the first episode, but uh, I thought it was kind of an interesting premise. It's like, what what if you like crappy games, but now you have to play a good one? 
Okay, so here's the thing. Yes. This anime is apparently about me. <laughs> because, because one of my favorite things to do on uh-huh. Steam is uh, they have these trading cards that you can get. And if you craft them, mm-hmm. if you craft them into a badge for your account, you get uh, an emoticon to use in the chat. You get a background for your profile mm-hmm. and you usually get like one or two different like coupons for just random games. Mm. And I love if I get like a good coupon, that's like 75% or up, I'll mm. buy the game. Okay. And then nine times out of 10, they're just utter dog shit. <laughs> but then <laughs> occasionally you'll get a good one. Okay. Uh, so like, I, I'm familiar with a, a studio called Digital Homicide, uh-huh. which is a horrible gaming studio, which I think they're gone now because they were just asset flipping for their games and their games were hot garbage. But like they were some of the, the like most fun games just because of how horrible they were. <laughs> and then there's also you, you get coupons for like some good ones too. Uh, like I think there was one called like Camera Obscura. Mm. And it was like a platformer game that was really cool. Like you you would take a picture of your screen and then you can move the screen and it would move the landscape and the, the screen up. Uh-huh. So you could like make platforms and stuff and jump across them. It was, it was cool. Yeah. I need to actually go and finish playing that. But there's a charm to it, honestly, because it's just like random game that nobody ever heard of. And it's getting, it's getting it's like spotlight for a moment. Yeah. If not. And so that that's what this anime is about. It's about you guys, you know, you guys who yeah. love shitty games, but except, you know, like think like, Oh, this guy just finished playing like the crappiest crap in existence, and now they're like, "Hey, here's fully immersive Baldur's Gate. Go, go play that." Um, and yeah, and but I, don't, I don't. Can I have Baldur's Gate at home though? <laughs> well, he he finished Baldur's Gate at home, so I mean, like that. That's what it is. Uh, like I said, only one episode is dubbed, so I only saw like the first one. Um, it, it's an interesting premise. I can't wait to see where it goes. And the animation looks pretty clean. So, I mean, like, it, it looks like something that I might enjoy. Um, I actually did see two anime this week, but I didn't want to include the other one because I can talk about the other one for hours. That is we'll, we'll a talk master- about the other one on Sunday, then. It, it, it is a masterpiece of anime. Oh, my God. But, like, anyway. Yeah. It, 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 I guess we're starting off with card games. We actually have a lot of stuff for card games, you know? Like th- this week, yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. Yeah, so well, not the first thing, but well, yeah, the, yeah, the first thing, Duelist Cup 2024 season begins. You know, good luck, duelists. Uh, good luck Whoa. competing in like a pool of cash tira and purely. Uh, and every now and then you'll run into me where I'm playing labyrinth. So it it is exactly the format that we just exited in the TCG is where we're at. That's that's why you gotta love uh, Master Duel is because we could have we could have prevented this. <laughs> Konami could have prevented this, yeah. but they didn't. No, they didn't. It's the same exact format that we played like last year, and, and you know, it's it's just happening all over again. Is what it is. And if you've played like bad formats on several uh, on several different fronts, like you know, like. If you knew, like, say, for example, that cash was coming, so you spent your time on Edo Pro testing it, uh, you know, you suffered through that nonsense. And, and then, like, it, it comes out in the TCG and you suffer through that nonsense. And then it comes out in Master Duel and you suffer through it again. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, but with that being said, suppo- supposedly, you know, like, uh, we're, we're competing against the best, worst, question mark, of the best in uh, the event uh, for a chance to win a World Championship Finals invitation. Uh, the top-ranked players in each area uh, of the World Championship qualifiers will receive an invitation to Worlds as a team leader. Um, the top ranking in the second stage of the Duelist Cup will also receive an invite as a team leader. 
And lastly, the season point high-ranking duelists. So these are guys who, like, I, I imagine that they normally play ranked. So, you know, they're on ranked and their MMR is just really, really good. Uh, will also receive invites as team leaders. So, you know, there's three different ways to qualify to be a team leader in Worlds 2024. Yeah, which, I mean, do they, at Worlds, do they have, like, a tournament going on for Master Duel? Or is it just, like, yes. Master uh, Duel people going to? So, it's a, it's a, it's a card game, uh, you know, like a tabletop card game. Yes, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a card game. No, you know what I mean, though. Like, so, you know, we're, do we're doing the physical card game. And uh, then there's also a Master Duel, uh, what's it called? And there is a, uh, a, what do you call it? A Duel Links. So they do all three. What about Speed Duel? A Rush Duel, you mean? No, Speed Duel. The, the, the American one. Oh, that. No, nobody cares about that. What about Rush Duels? Rush Duels, I imagine now that it's incorporated into Duel Links, we'll see it. I suppose. And next slide. Yeah, so, but we, what if you don't care about being a team leader at Worlds, Dare? What, what if you do not care about leading a group of duelists? Well, then what well, if... Well, you do it for the gems, baby. You do it for the gems, baby. A grand total of three... I, th I thought you were going to let me do that, and then you kept talking. I was like, he's not going to let me do it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it from him. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. it like, the, the way that you inflected on that was, was excellent. Uh, but, like, so there is 3,300 gems up for grabs just for playing the Duelist Cup. So if, if you haven't built that deck that you've been holding out on, I mean, just get some games in the Duelist Cup. You'll make some gems. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, also, the first stage of the DC will go between October 16th through the 29th. And the second stage starts on the 26th and runs all the way to the 29th. So basically what it is is, you know, like, you... You have the entirety of the 16th through the 29th to complete the first stage. Uh, but second stage start, starts on the 26th all the way to the end. And uh, if, you know, like you just don't make it out of first stage, then you just don't play in the second stage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, the 3,300 gems is kind of cool, I guess. But yeah. I don't want to play the game. Uh, Siggy says, wait, that 30 bucks, if you buy the gem, yeah, it's about 30 bucks if you, if you straight up buy the gem. So you're saving yourself 30 bucks by just, you know, wasting time by, uh, you know, playing some duels, which I do normally. So I'm just earning gems. It's pretty great. Uh, I think, I think I would actually like start playing Mash Duel if it was, if it was like Pokemon where <laughs> when you buy real life product, you would get codes, and you could redeem the codes for either packs or for gems. I agree. Like, and if they did the Pokemon like, thing, ugh, I, I would not struggle to build decks the same way that I'm struggling right now. Because, like, a lot of good decks are coming out, you know? And, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so, geez, um, I don't know. Like, what do I invest in? Uh, you know, I wanted to play cash, but then I'm like, I also want to play purely. So I'm like, okay, so I dusted all my cash stuff. Now I'm investing in purely. But at the same time, the purely's out. I want to play Rescue Ace. So I'm kind of like, ah. Uh... And let's not even begin talking about Super Heavy Samurai because that deck's not going to be cheap to build. Is it? Or, well, I guess in Duel Links, yeah, you'd have, you'd have to spend, like, a gross amount of points on stupid cards because yeah they're just like oh this is this was a ultra rare right this is a ur you got to spend a lot on it i think that trumpeter is a is a ur and i think that battle ball is an sr battle ball is a good one yeah i don't know if people actually played trumpeter uh, so Which, I, mean, I don't. I I played the the shitty version of super samurais which was just super heavy samurais same i didn't play the good version same but... well mostly because they massacred it the moment it hit the store shelves that was annoying uh give us back scarecrow yeah give us back scarecrow what the hell konami give us give us back meow meow as well i well that one i can live without but uh siggy says i think it would be cool if master duel would have a card trade among the players pokemon used to do that i don't know if they do it on their new client uh that was another thing that like, I, I thought it would be nice to be able to trade cards between friends. Right. It, if you can craft the cards, there's not really a need for it. Right. 
Uh, Sunny Shine says, in Duel Links, it's pay to win. Eh, Duel Links has been pay to win since day one. <laughs> I, I used to play Duel Links, and whenever you wanted to, like, really compete, you had to either grind forever or you had to, uh, you had to like, just spend so much money on building one deck. It was ugh. Uh, but uh, speaking uh, of ugh, or actually speaking of great things, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Are you feeling lonely during your duels? Wish you had a loyal canine companion to bark, howl, and bear its vicious fangs as a threat of unspeakable violence against any who dare stand against you? Do you like big fluffy doggos? Unchained Abomination is now a duel mate. The the way you you, you worded this, it, it kind of makes it seem like it's supposed to be a danger mm-hmm. card. And then it's, oh, no, it's an Unchained. Yeah, it's Unchained Abomination. It's it's a really it, good it link cool. for yeah, he It did look cool, but I mean, it's, it's not a danger. It's not danger Nessie. No, it, it sure isn't. Uh, I fucking love Unchained Abomination, the card. I think it's really, really good. As a Link 4, it just does a lot. Uh, yeah. the, the one catch to him is that he doesn't have self-protection, which is kind of annoying. I mean, it, actually, the deck is still like a super meta deck right now, so actually, does, does it really need to have protection? Unchained Abomination. Let me let me see, because I, I actually think I'm misremembering that. He might have uh, some, some, what do you call it? He might have some self-protection. I think you can pop an Unchained Monster instead of him. Let, let me double check. Click. Here it is. It says, If a card on the field is destroyed by card effect, except by Unchained Abomination, except during the damage step, target one card on the field and destroy it. When another monster is destroyed by battle, you can target one card on the field and destroy it. During the end phase, you can target one card on the field and destroy it. So, no, no self-protection, but he destroys a lot of stuff. <laughs> Just by virtue of existing. I, I absolutely love it. Plus, yeah, that's the, whole, that's the whole deck, though. That is the whole deck. Yeah, it, which is why they struggled so much against, what was it, like, Flowanderies? Because Flowanderies doesn't destroy anything. A lot of the times, Flowanderies will attack into an empty board because they bounce all your stuff back. Yeah. yeah, or or banish it, or spin it. You know, like, Flawandries is crazy. Uh, or, you know, they'll hit you with that Harpy's Feather Storm, which is a, which is a thing. Yeah. Age of Overlord, the top five bestsellers! <laughs> uh, so, Age so, of Overlord... I, I, I know mm-hmm. the Horus stuff. It's like... Uh, I've seen a couple people talking about it, and like Robbie Cole was going on about, he doesn't know why someone spent like $500 pre-sale to get all the Horus stuff. Mm-hmm. As I don't know either. Okay. But you have the, the top five best selling cards here. And uh, the, the SP little knight is probably the most interesting one to me that are the typhoon. Yeah, so uh, let me see. Pulling them up on TCG Player right now. So they're the top five best-selling. They're the chase cards. You have SP Little Knight. The secret rare is 80 bucks, uh, which it's understandable. It's a link two. You could put it on an end board, and then it just adds an, an additional level of interaction. Uh, you know, so like you end on SP Little Knight and IP Mascarena, you know, your, your opponent is going to have a hard time, right? Uh, yeah. You have a Wanted, Seeker of Sinful Spoils, which is the, the quick play spell for the Dia Bellstar engine. Uh, yeah, you... which, I mean, with that, it's a new archetype that people have. Uh, they have, like, some kind of interest in. Yeah. yeah it's I, don't, a... I don't know how good it's going to be because they only have, like, what, five or six cards right now yeah so like uh th- this is the, it looks like this is the the searcher for the deck you can add one dia bell star monster from your deck or graveyard to your hand and then during the main phase you can banish one card from your graveyard then target one sinful spoils spells or trap that is banished or in your graveyard except wanted seeker of sinful spoils place it on the bottom of your deck then draw a card yeah. so, so it, it's almost like a metal foes fusion a little bit or you know, like you, you 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 shuffle things and then you draw. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 
kind of a cool card, you know, quick play spell. Uh, it looks like uh, the next one, the the Super Star Slayer Typhon Sky Crisis, actually fell down a peg with Imseti Glory of Horus actually moving up since the time that I that I built that I put this uh, presentation together. Um, so the, the Zeus at home is Zeus still at home. One of the <laughs> he, he's still one of the like better cards in the set. I think I'm looking at him now on his. 14 bucks for it. 14.95, yeah. And it's uh it's one of those that you know like uh, when it's a deterrent for your opponent to do things because what what'll happen is if your opponent summons twice in that turn, uh special summons twice from the extra deck, you can exceed summon this using one monster you control with the highest attack. Uh, well, this exceeds summoned monster is on the field and neither player can activate the effects of monsters with 3000 or more attack. Uh, and once per turn, you can detach one material from it to return one monster on the field to the hand. So it, it's it's fun interruption, you know? Fun in quotation. Yeah, fun in quotation. It's not fun when you're going up against it. Uh, so next up we have uh, the Dia Bellstar, the Bell Black Star, Witch. Bellstar, Black Witch, which yep. is... Uh, that and Emiseti are... The only difference is those two are in front of the... Super Slayer, Star Slayer. Right. But yeah, the Black Witch is Mommy Tax. Mommy Tax. Yeah. You, can, uh, you can special summon her by discarding a card uh, from your hand or, you know, sending a card from your field to the graveyard. Uh, and then you can, let's see, if it's normal or special summoned, you can get one, uh, you can set one Sinful Spoils spell or trap directly from your deck. And then during your opponent's turn, if this card is sent from the owner's hand or field to the graveyard, you can send one card from your hand or field to the graveyard, and if you do, special summon it. So keep special summoning itself. It's nice. It's a level yeah. level 7. Uh, which, honestly, I, I, it makes me a little glad that a Rise Heart is banned now because it, like I just realized, oh, level 7, so Cash Tira? Oh, okay. <laughs> It's easy. Easy. It's easy. Easy. You know, you get, that's what Castira needed. It was another engine to, to take advantage of, right? Uh, and then lastly, Imseti, uh, Glory of Horus, the new Horus archetype. And, and basically it says that if you can... Quote, unquote, new. Yeah. I mean, Horus has been around for a long time. It, this, this is, is a... like... I would say this is more like legacy support. Is it legacy for support for like, like the huge quotations? Yeah, because it doesn't support the Horus, the Black Flame Dragon, right? It doesn't support yeah, the level there's, monster. There's other Horus cards though. They're like they have a Synchro monster, and they've got it, it's Horus has a bunch of different. Cards, there, there is like, other Horus cards. There's Cucumber Horus. <laughs> ah, there's Red Haired Hasty Horus. Thanks for joining us today, <laughs> Danger, joined by Bard. Yeah. Bye. No, but so, like, uh, anyway, uh, they, they don't support the Black Flame Dragon. Uh, if you control, Supplot. you don't support. Uh, if you control King Sarcophagus, you can special summon it from your graveyard. Interesting. You can only special summon Imseti once per turn this way. You can use each of the effects uh, once per turn, which says you can send two cards from your hand to the graveyard, including this card. Add one King Sarcophagus from your deck to your hand, and then you can draw a card. So it's got card draw built in and a special summon built in. That's already pretty good. If another card you control leaves the field by an opponent's card effect, while well, this uh, card is in your monster zone, you can send one card on the field to the graveyard. Ooh, so not even non-targeting send. That that is quite the the beast of an effect there. It, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, draw, that's, that's for sure. Free special summon draws you a card, searches something, and it's got a non-targeting send. This is pretty good. I'm, I'm just I'm looking at like some of the quarter century rares that are just dirt cheap in this. Surprisingly, like Ari has the labyrinth butler. <laughs> Is it quarter century? Did it get a quarter century? It, it did. It, it mind you, it's not like eighteen dollars. It's ninety seven, but it, it's uh, yeah. I was gonna say it, it it's not dirt cheap compared to the top five most, top three most expensive. It's it's pretty cheap. 
You know, the top three most expensive being SP Little Knight at uh, 340 bucks, uh, Superstar Slayer Tifon at 180 and Dia Bellstar the Black Witch at 155 So my question for you is SP Little Star going to go up to IP Mac, uh, Macarena Macarena IP Macarena That's what fucking Stormy calls it and it's been like ingrained in my head to call it that now yeah just like how DK pronounces Appaloosa Apollo USA and now I just I can't call her anything else yeah yeah see you know I know uh, but uh, do you think it's going to reach like the nine hundred to a thousand dollar mark that IP's at? Or uh, do you think it's going to like settle down some? Or? Maybe question mark. Uh, it, I think it'll depend on how well it functions. Because Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those weird games where like the value of a card isn't just set in its rarity; it's also set in its function. You know, and it's it's generic. It does a lot. You know, you, you can make it really easily. So maybe, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely set up to be. Which I didn't know that IP had a quarter century rare. And it's about 300. So I'm, maybe it'll say 300. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll get better, maybe it'll worse. Uh, so, but enough about Yu-Gi-Oh! What about the old man TCG? Wizards of the I, oh, oh yeah, go go ahead and read. I, I was just gonna I'll, say I'll just, I'll just save my my comments for after you're done reading. Sure. Wizards of the Coast reveals uh from the Fallout set of MTG's latest Universes Beyond crossover showcases characters across several installments of Fallout. I'm the type I had like all the mush mouth while I was reading that like I I, I cannot I, I, wait. Keep going, keep going. I'll just, I'll just wait my turn. No, I'm done. <laughs> like I was just, just wait my turn to talk was... about the thing I'm excited about. Yeah, uh, MTG. Mm-hmm. I saw today. IGN did a uh, article about the different cards that are going to be in the set, and I was thinking it was going to just be like a Fallout Four type thing where it was just going to be, oh well, here's Elder Maxon as a legendary. Here's mm-hmm. No, they they went all out on this, and it's basically every single Fallout game uh, has some form of representation. Neat. So you have on here, uh, you have Caesar from Fallout New Vegas. You have Dog Meat from Fallout Four. I think Dog Meat was in uh, Fallout Three as well. Mm. But this is clearly the Fallout Four because he's standing in front of the Red Rocket gas station. And then you have the Mothman, you have things like Dr. Madison Lee, uh, Mr. House has a card, there's the Gary clones over encumbered, they have a new mechanic, which is actually kind of cool, which is radiation. Radiation works at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, if you have any radiation counters, you mill that many cards, and then for each non-land card milled, you lose one life and one radiation counter. I, I think that one of the cards that I was looking at had that effect. Was it Caesar? I think Caesar had. Uh, I think it's the Mothman. You're right. It, it was the Mothman. Yeah, because Mothman says whenever he enters the battlefield, each player gets one radiation counter, then put one more. One or more non-land cards are whenever one or more non-land cards are milled, put a plus one counter on each of your each of up to X target creatures where X is the number of non-land cards milled this way. Yes. There was one though that I saw that I thought was really cool. They have one called Radiation Storm. They have Feral Ghouls, Bats, Alpha Death Claw. So they have all the like NPCs as well, but I, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm gonna spend so much money on this set because mm-hmm. they've got like Rex the Cyberhound from Fallout New Vegas, and they have like the bobbleheads, and they have all the different artworks for the different lands and stuff. 
it all just it looks so good but uh like the new uh artwork because they always have like uh with this recent set with the return to eldraine or what it was called yeah they have the alternate artworks so like idolize is a card you can get it and it, they have like a regular version but then they have an alternative version that is like a pip boy like the whole card looks like a pip boy mm-hmm. so that's like the i guess the chase version of it yeah i i i, I want these cards so bad mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, they look they look really cool. It's actually kind of exciting, you know. I, I'm personally still excited for the Doctor Who set, but I don't think that's come out yet, has it? It it, it came out yeah! last week, and uh, Blark Moo actually yeah I mentioned earlier. Blark had mentioned to it. Talk about it, and that I have it pulled up here on TCG Player. Uh huh. Because we should talk about it, because that's actually a lot of people have. Uh, I've talked to a couple people, and they've said that the cards are actually really good. Neat. Yeah, I've heard that their cards are really good also. Uh, What was I going to say is uh, Siggy asks if uh, Magic has cards that are censored in the same way that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! does. No, uh, I don't think so because, uh, you know, like Yu-Gi-Oh! was made overseas where the censorship of what's marketable to kids is different than what it is here. And I don't think that Magic's ever really been marketed at kids really, more like teens, right? So yeah, I, I think it's it's more of like a, a teenager to adult right type game. Yeah, so no, they they've never been censored in the same way. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh weirdly was always like marketed at kids whenever it came stateside, which I found bizarre. But you know, it is what it is. Cartoons are for but, kids, right there. Uh yeah 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 that cartoons and anime absolutely. Are just- kids shows show show your kids attack on titan and they'll be fine do you have do you watch uh doctor who have you watched doctor are you a fan of doctor who no, i'm a huge fan of doctor who are you kidding me like, i've seen absolutely zero episodes of it well that doesn't surprise me it's it's definitely one of those uh one of those shows that you either like it or you do not and uh, yeah i wouldn't say that i don't like it i just i've never given it the chance i've never sat down and been like oh, i'm gonna watch doctor who today if you do you will either love it or you will just not vibe with it it seems to be the way it is you know like cause some people vibe with it really easy and others just cannot no matter what happens so it's it's one of those things but yeah they they had a doctor who set that came out mm-hmm. and i'm i'm looking at the cards and i i I like. I recognize some of the characters, like the the Daleks. I think is what the robot things are called. Yeah, the the, the Dunkaroos. Yes, that's right. You can't they confirm have, or deny if that's what they are called. They have You've never seen Doctor Who. Sure, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I wasn't even. I was just gonna continue talking, but I mean, uh, uh, they have they have Doctor Who cards. They do. Doctor Who cards, they have and them. They do stuff. It's pretty exciting, uh, you know. Like uh, I, I, I don't feel like it. It jives with Magic's ex- aesthetic, but I also don't think that Fallout does. But it, it's cool to have Doctor Who cards and that they're actually really good. Neither does My Little Pony, though. Well, that's true. And uh, they're doing a second set of those. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Ziggy says that Dare's British arc starts now. You're going to get into all the BBC shows like Doctor Who and Sherlock, and I thought he just wanted me to become British. That, okay, I, I can I can do that. Yeah, well, that too. Uh, but you know what other card there, game exists? There, there is one card in the Doctor Who set that I I love. Yeah. It's called Displaced Dinosaurs, <laughs> and it's a it's a seven seven dinosaur, and then it says all of the like historic permanence that you control become dinosaurs so all artifacts legendary creatures and sagas just become seven sevens uh i what's it called uh, i i remember the episode of doctor who where that was a thing 
And uh, yeah, it, it's actually kind of fun because, you know, like I'll be looking at some cards and I'll be like, I remember that episode. Like there, there's a card called Everybody Lives. And I was like, I remember that episode. That that was one of the more like, wow, episodes of Doctor Who. I was just like, yes. Uh, it, you know, it's it's some pretty dope sci-fi. And, you know, like, ah, I, I love it. And it's really good. But it's really hard to recommend to people because it's one of those shows that's like one piece that it's. It's got so much lore that just telling somebody to start from the beginning doesn't make sense. And, you know, getting them to start somewhere in the middle is kind of complicated, you know? Oh, I, I I said I was responding to you, but hitting the wrong buttons. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. And I would, I would further elaborate, but <laughs> I don't remember what I said the first time. And I'm a little upset that I wasn't pressing the right button. Uh, Siggy says he's super into Vanguard now because of the artwork. They had artwork for one of their latest set, I think Minerva Rising, that featured one of my favorite artists that actually I, I studied uh, to 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 learn how to draw anime. And I was like, wow, he made artwork for this, and I, I and I want to get the card, but I can't because it's really expensive. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. Uh, but it, yeah, Vanguard. Uh, but the the one that I was referring to is Digimon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no clue about this card game, so take it away. No, have, okay. have fun. I have like no comments because I don't know. So like no, just actually, you you will have something to comment on this, and I'll I'll tell you when we get to it. Uh, but basically, you know, like that. There's here's one thing that you probably could comment to. Uh, and this is something that I kind of saw like recently in a YouTube video. Somebody was discussing how Digimon had become a two archetype game. The archetypes being either Agumon or Gabumon, because those are the mascots of Digimon, you know, is Agumon and Gabumon. That's like saying that, you know, like the most popular decks in Pokemon are Pikachu and Charizard, or the most popular decks in Yu-Gi-Oh are Blue Eyes and Dark Magician, Right. Um, you mean they're not exactly right, and that's kind of one of the things that I noticed with this ban list is that they hit two Gab Gabumon, actually technically three Gabumon cards and a Greymon card, because one of the biggest complaints that Digimon players have is that is that if you're playing this game, either you're playing Gabumon or Agumon, or you you're just not doing anything, <laughs> and it's like. I want a lot of them say I want a meta where I don't have to play Gabumon or Agumon to win, or, or like that. That's just not casually the best deck in the format. Uh, so you'll notice so that they're currently they're currently in their goat format where it's you play this or that. Well, that's kind of the weird thing because th this game came out just a little, either just a little or just a uh, just a little before or just a little after COVID. So it's been around for a while. But it's just that at first you had kind of all things, you know, so you had like your Kabuterimon decks, you had like your, your like, say, for example, your Myotismons, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but like but that doesn't that, that all doesn't matter whenever the people in the competitive scene figure out that this deck wins and no other deck beats this. Exactly. But it's not just that. It's also that Bandai seems to print a lot of Gabumon and a lot of Agumon cards. So it's not... Every set has at least one or two that that fall into those two archetypes. And and since I don't, I don't know how their rotation works, but basically combined with the stuff that came out before, uh, they just end up making the decks continuously good. You know, like the, the deck never falls out of, out of like competitive play because... You know what's gonna come out in the next set? Like, are we gonna care if we get like a like a like a Gigimon deck? Of course not. Gabumon's still good. Plus, we got three new Gabumon cards in this in this set. You know, and, and or like you know, we got a new like Greymon box topper. So like you know, Agumon's still playable, uh, etc. Right? So yeah, it's just it's almost like imagine if in every set that has come out since 2014 konami just decided we're just going to print a new dark magician a new blue eyes card in every set well one of them one of them would have had to have been somewhat decent so i mean maybe 
maybe the, they would see like competitive play. Right. Uh, but like the, the thing about these is that they, they are consistently decent. They're, they're usually pretty good. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of like a really, uh, it's not bad, you know, because like you, you do have like decks that you can play. And if you, if you invest it into either one, every piece of new support that comes out is just, you know, you're, you're doing well. Uh, the thing is that everybody's so like tired of it just being like it, it's the Agumon or, or the Gabumon game, you know, because we can't play any other decks, you know, like I wish Konami would give support to something other than Dark Magician or Blue Eyes, right? It, it's it's that sentiment, but in Digimon. Uh, yeah, well, the, the difference is, like you said, uh, this game is a newer. You said yeah. it came out like a little after COVID they had other like reference points to look at uh like pokemon digimon or not pokemon digimon uh they had they could look at like pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, magic and be like this is what we need to do right like if if konami just started printing dark magician cards mm -hmm. they would have to print like super busted dark magician cards yeah because they're like base form to start off with was two vanilla monsters right and blue eyes and dark magician whereas this they they were like oh we'll start with the fan favorites and make them have do things and not just be dudes that stand there and do nothing right true like so true very true and also, you got to remember that Digimon uh, kind of has like a, an, an evolution uh, mechanic, kind of like what Pokemon does, except that uh, every time you evolve, sometimes your 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 previous stage evolution has an inheritable effect, which means that whenever you go into the next stage, now... It keeps that effect. It keeps that effect. So imagine that these cards that are, are coming out and they're super busted, and now you keep adding new cards with more and, and more intricate and busted effects, but you still get to keep the old busted effect. So, you know, like a lot of people are just like, oh my God, I mean, just like stop. Uh, but if you're if you're a Greymon or if you're a, a Garurumon fan, you are you are eating good. <laughs> I, I I like Kabuterimon, so. Yeah. So, you know, that, was like, the giant, that was the giant bug, right? That was a giant bug for me. It was kind of Andromon, but yeah, you know, like well, it, that's because you're a degenerate. So true, uh, but like so, the ones that got restricted and so not banned but restricted are the ST six Gabumon. ST six being it's the set that it came out in, uh, BT two Gabumon, the BT thirteen Geo Greymon, the EX four Mach Gaomon. And BT7 Eismon Scatter Mode. That is a lot of things to say that uh, we we limited I five cards. I don't know any of them. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, basically, it, it's hits to Greymon and it's hits uh, to Ka uh, to Garurumon is what it is. Uh, Kabuterimon. Digital two. Mega Kabuterimon. Uh, but there's also some lifted bands. These two cards were banned, and you know, like now, uh, Bandai says, you know what? It's fine if they come back. Uh, one of them is, uh, I think, like a, a mega level Digimon called uh, Savior Huckman from BT6, and also a well, the, the one says piss on it. So, which one says piss? Uh, Tommy Himmy says piss behind him. Do you not see that? <laughs> spells out P I S and then the other S is behind him. It does look like that, doesn't it? But no, I think that's that's supposed to be like the symbol that goes on his spirit. <laughs> Why is his symbol that goes on his spirit piss? Oh, that's weird. It does look like that, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but basically, like, so these two uh, used to be busted. I guess now they're fine. So they had their their bands lifted. I don't think that they went to three uh, to four. I think they went to one. So, America, uh, but here's the other thing that I figure that you could comment to, and that's uh, a cool thing about Bandai's restricted limited list. Wow, look at that. That's an entire blurb on the logic and reasoning behind the limiting of this single card. I mean, yeah, Konami said they were going to do that for us, and then they didn't. 
Look at this. They they gave us several paragraphs where they explain to you the exact reason why this card is is okay. I, okay. I don't want a fucking novel as mm -hmm. to why they banned Kashira Riseheart. I know why they banned it. Kashira hard. Just, <laughs> Move on. If you just say, "Hey, this is this card's a problem. We see this is a problem. This is why it's a problem." Banned. Mm -hmm. Sure. Good. Cash Tira hard. Buy more product. <laughs> uh, Which but, they they said they were gonna fucking do that, and they don't. Yeah, but like, not not only does does Bandai kind of like uh, tell you exactly why they banned it, they also mention cards in conjunction to it that were making it a problem. Which I thought was weird. I'm like, okay, so you guys are aware of what's happening. I was like, that's kind of cool, but like, so. Even if I would have it, loved to have like some some kind of this is why we banned Mystic Mine. Yeah, I don't know why. That's one that I don't know why they banned it. But the cool thing about it is, is you know, it's not just on this one card. Literally, every single one of them has a, a little bit of a blurb explaining to you why it, it why it, it's no longer like you know unlimited, which I thought was weird. I'm like. You know, I'm so used to Yu-Gi-Oh! where it's just like, hey, your card's no longer playable. Ah, well, shucks. <laughs> you know, so we banned Tommy Timmy because he says piss. <laughs> ah, this kid's just, you know, all about the piss. It sucks. <laughs> uh but uh yeah that that's card games uh we're moving into video games now and there was only really one thing to say about video games and that's that I'm severely out of the loop. Did do you remember when we talked about Sonic Superstars and how we thought it was cool? Uh, well, no. it, it's it's out apparently now. <laughs> I did. This is the multiplayer Sonic uh, Superstars game where you can you know like team up with friends online and play a Sonic Knuckles, Amy, or Tails. It's uh, a battle royale, right? No, no, no. It, it's like it's either like a co-op or something. But like, yeah, it's like a they, regular they drop you in on Moist Meyer. You gotta thank the bus driver. Uh, drop you in Sonics on Mystic, and Fortnite. Mystic Mine, or wait, hold on. Oh no, it's Mystic Cave. I was about to say, wait a minute, was there a Sonic Zone called Mystic Mine? And I was like, no, it's Mystic Cave. I, I just got like tangled there. I was like, whoa. Uh, but yes, so uh, it's out now. I I was completely blindsided by this because I remember us talking about like maybe we could like show we, we could do like a uh, uh, a playthrough on stream and I've been like keeping my eyes open for it so like come to find out that it's out completely blew me out of the water I was like wow I really wasn't paying attention yeah, it's uh, been out for like three months uh, additionally Spider-Man 2 I didn't even know that this, the Marvel Spider-Man for the PlayStation was going to get a sequel uh, until I saw this I was like wait what <laughs> I, I was actually watching someone play that the other day, and it looks really good. Oh. But I'm also not a fan of superheroes and stuff. So, mm. what was it, I Siggy? Because never... I, I've seen some of Siggy's playthrough uh, through Marvel Spider Man 1. I don't remember who was playing mm. it. Yeah, but uh... it, it was someone who I don't usually watch. But um, yeah, the, the game looked really good. Yeah. It... It's, it's unfortunately a superhero game, and I don't really care for superheroes because it's just like eh, not my cup of tea first one was also pretty good uh apparently both are are pretty decent games you know it's pretty, pretty... the only thing that's good about them is the fact that nickelback sings <laughs> hero that's false but uh so uh, sonic they say that a hero can save us I'm not gonna stand here and wait. So Sonic Superstars got a seven out of ten from multiple review sites, so it's pretty stand good. Stand on the wings of the eagle. Watch as they all fly away. Spider Man two got an eight. And they're watching us. <laughs> uh and then to, to to finish off here, in anime slash entertainment, uh Hope you made your reservations. I am so excited that Has Been Hotel has finally had a release date announced. Okay, please explain it's, it to me because I thought for sure that this has been out for ages. No, it's 
so the creator's name is i think vivzy pop uh-huh she was the one that made the pilot episode and because of i don't remember if it's it's on amazon right yeah amazon it, prime I, they like the the whole show has just been in like this pun not intended this hell of like development because uh just a bunch of like problems with the creators and i think there was like a copyright issue at one point and mm. just a whole bunch of different shit and it was like are they gonna be able to release it are they not gonna release it and uh then fizzy pop started putting out the uh hell of a boss episodes mm-hmm. and people are like oh i guess has been hotel was just kind of scrapped yeah but uh no they they've apparently actually been working on it like they said they were and it's supposed to come out january 2024 i believe no that's nice uh i swear i i when you said season one release date i was like season one i've seen these characters all over the place for over a year now uh this must have the original pilot episode i believe came out in like it was like 2020 i want to say it's been out for a long time yeah but like it's one of those things that it made a cult classic Mm. or it was like it had like an instant cult following and just it was in production hell yeah and and uh they finally like they they did uh release some things like they had a couple music videos here and there Mm. with the characters from it but they never like released any of the episodes because amazon yeah but yeah it's, it's nice that they have uh uh, a release date and they're actually going to be releasing this show that everyone's been waiting on for years now yeah yeah it's uh it's exciting uh i i, I haven't seen the pilot for this or anything i've seen hell of a boss and hell of a boss was pretty okay so i mean i'll, I'll watch this sure which have you seen the pilot for the the new show that is uh been like hot fire all over the place oh like what is it like digital circus something like that yeah yeah the uh digital something 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 yeah have you watched it i haven't watched it no the amazing digital circus i've i've seen it everywhere like you know like on my meme apps it just keeps showing up with memes about it so i was like oh okay so like that's something that i probably should get around to watching at some point we could talk about 20 it's 25 minutes for the first for the pilot episode Uh and i i don't like memes and stuff Mm -hmm. because it's usually just like oh it's a shit post yeah and like there was a lot like i actually looked into it because it it came up the pilot episode and i was like okay so this actually has like a plot to it there's like the the character designs are like a little cartoony okay yeah uh but i i thought it was really good yeah, I'll have, and to, I'll have I'm to check it out. Looking forward to it, and I'm hoping that it doesn't get has been hoteled. Ooh, that'd be terrible. Just have to sit and wait for three years. <laughs> but but uh, the, the company that made it, I, I looked at some of their other stuff, and they're pretty decent quality on their stuff. So hopefully, it works out. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, like, hey, congratulations to Vibsy Pop, and you know, like, hey, we, congratulations to Digital Circus, because I mean, like, uh, they they seem to be taking like the entire collective internet by storm, which is always exciting to see. Yeah, yeah, and, and I guess to close off for today, we have the question of the week. Konami has greenlit a universes beyond set for Yu Gi Oh, based on something you love, but. 
it must use a crap mechanic like flip summoning or Gemini summoning. What is your archetype and how does it function? Um, you go first. Power Rangers. They, they've already done that. No, they've done super quants. I, I want like, you know. It's, like, it's literally super quants are literally Power Rangers. Right. But, you know, like in the same way that Dino Wrestlers and Goki are, are technically both the wrestling archetype, uh, I kind of want a Super Sentai uh, archetype where the, the whole idea behind it is you normal summon them and they're just like a normal guy. And then you 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 normal summon them again, Gemini summoning, and now they're the Power Ranger. No, you wouldn't. That wouldn't even be it. It would be you equip them with their power watch or whatever they have. Sure. Uh, I mean, the thing about it is, it, it's you know, uh, you you're basically wanting guardians. You're, you're wanting guardian mechanic of you have to equip this. Item to be able to summon the monster. No, because I mean, like, I, I kind of wanted it like as a Gemini summoning specific. Like, this is the monster. It's just you have to normal summon it twice. You know, uh, uh, th- there are uh, things these days that actually do function with it. Like, so for example, you, uh, there's always like the easy answer of like normal summon, right? Uh, or I'm sorry, double summon, which is a spell card lets you summon more than once. Uh, there there are cards that give you an additional normal summon to your turn, provided that you did a thing already. Uh, uh, and but like it, there's also time tearing Morganite, which turns off your capacity to activate card effects in hand, uh, or monster effects in hand, but they allow you to do two normal summons per turn. Hand butt. Yeah. Hand butt. Hand, but but th- that would be my take on it and actually, but, but. actually come to think about it let me double check that just because i think i might be misremembering time tearing morganite tearing morganite let's have a look real quick uh you cannot activate monster effects in the hand draw two cards instead of one during your normal draw phase and you can conduct two normal summons or sets per turn yeah so you know it's pretty great it's oh, just repeating what you said Siggy says, uh, let's see, Ninja Turtles, flip. <laughs> whenever whenever they're flipped face down, they're underground. <laughs> they get effects like gladiator beasts, and with each battle, they get a better a better weapon. Shredder would be a link monster, and Krang would be a, a field card. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I think that's cool. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. I have to go with uh, Takashi's Castle for mine. Takashi's Castle. What is that? It's the best anime. I. It's not an anime. Okay, I was about to go looking for it. It's uh, a old TV show that. It's a Japanese TV show that they put on Spike TV. Ah, Takashi's Castle. Yes. It was uh, most extreme eliminations challenge on on Spike. Right, right. That's my crossover. I remember this. It's it's a little bit like Wipeout, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Wipeout, but it's Japanese and it's not like Wipeout yeah, all that much. It's pretty insane. Yes. I remember this. I think I think that could be cool, but like, how would it function? Because like, normally when I see things like that, like the first thing that comes to mind is like it has to be a trap based archetype kind of like uh amazement no, it's field spells it's Fe- all field spells it's all field spells so oh so it's just like a whole bunch of field spells that, that like activate like uh, off chain effects kind, kind of like uh what's it called you, no you activate the field spell and then you force your opponent to have to do some kind of game with you <laughs> if they if they win they get they gain life points and you lose life points what is if the name lose. the name of that archetype that has like three different field spells? What is it? Triamid? Yeah, there's Triamid, there's FA. There's FA, FA that has like FA has like Grand Prix, Off-Road, and City. Uh UAs have two also, I think. They have like the, the stadium that came out in Phantom Rage, but they, they also had like one that that was out before that. 
Uh, and well, the UAs don't actually like function based off of their field spells. Yeah, like, FAs are like if you have this field spell every time you do this, increase the level of all your stuff by X and decrease this by Y, mm-hmm. and then you you do that and then you play another field spell and it's like, Oh, increase it by this. And it's like stupid because it's supposed to be like you're shifting gears or right. Right. I don't know how to play FA. It's they're they're (laughs) difficult. Valence is another one. Takashi castle. All of it's going to be field spells. (laughs) And, uh, and then there's going to be like, uh, is the only archetype with like one, nine field spells. <laughs> that one trap card that makes you like play rock, paper, scissors. It's going to be stupid shit like that for all of the effects. I love it. it, it Whoever it's, loses, loses life points. It's wonderful. It's great. Uh, but with that, I, I think we have come to the conclusion of today's episode. Thank you for watching. Please remember to like, sub, and share to help the boys grow. And uh, you, you got anything else before we sign out for today, Dare? Uh, Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in to watch the, watch the live stream. And remember, if you're on the podcasting platforms and you would like to join us on our live chat whenever we broadcast this show on Fridays, uh, you know, hit, hit us up on YouTube at The Battle Phase, also on Instagram at The Battle Phase, and also on threads at The Battle Phase. So until next time, I have been not Hammer Fan. The Battle Phase. I have been oh. The Battle Phase, and he has too. Battle Phase. Adios. Battle Phase. <laughs>